welcome back to Teach Languages Online, the podcast giving you the best advice for your online language teaching business. I'm Lindsay, your host of Lindsay Does Languages, and this episode we're going to be talking about something that maybe you've fully embraced and got on board with, or on the other hand, you might have left alone with a barge pole. We're going to be talking a little bit about AI. In particular, we're going to talk about ChatGPT. So we're going to cover some ways that online language teachers can use ChatGPT. First of all, I'm going to answer a few questions. And also, I have a little something for you so that if you do decide to go ahead and use this for your online language teaching, I've got a little free download that is... I don't know how long it's going to be free because it's kind of too good to be free. So there's that. Um, But yeah, it's your content template. It will all make sense by the time we've talked about everything today. But if you do want that right away, the link is in the show notes. And um, yeah, let's get started. So first of all, then online language teachers, chat GPT, just online business in general, just business in general. There's a lot of talk about this (laughs) for the past few months about this new thing called ChatGPT. Well, ChatGPT isn't exactly completely a brand new thing. So we'll start off with what is it? And I'm going to make this as short and brief as I can because A, this isn't like my expert field. I'm not like an AI expert. I'm someone who has used this and found ways to kind of leverage it and make it a useful positive tool in my business but secondly because I know that for some people this is the stuff that then gets a little overcomplicated and a bit in the weeds so to keep it short and sweet chat gpt is a tool that allows you to ask questions or to chat essentially to an ai what's known as a large language model right it's got language in the name how could you not be interested in that <laughs> and in particular ChatGPT is built by the company OpenAI and the quantity of data that it draws from means that you have relatively quote unquote natural conversations. Um, You know, you could literally go on and chat, but it's not kind of sentient. It's kind of like, you know, a few years ago when Siri first appeared and Alexa's and the Google Home stuff and you just talk to them in your house and that's a bit like, whoa, oh my God, this is so freaky and crazy. What is this? And now people just do it all the time. It's a bit like that. And, you know, you can try and ask all those questions that you probably asked Siri on day one, like, are you married? And do you have feelings? And, you know, what do you think of this? All of those things that are more human based. And it will have things the programmed in, right? But with that in mind, I know because I've felt that firsthand in terms of those voice things, right? Of like, ooh, not sure how I feel about that. So the next question I just wanted to cover briefly is, is AI something to be scared of? Well, it's it's easy to understand <laughs> where this fear of AI comes from, just this plethora of Black Mirror-esque dystopian films where the robots take over. It's easy to see where that fear comes from. And part of that is founded in the idea of not necessarily knowing and or trusting the full ins and outs of who is behind a particular technology. And I can't answer the question, is AI something to be scared of, with a solid answer. However, what I will say and what I do strongly believe 
is that much like social media, many other things, AI is a tool. And that tool is, the, the potential damage of that tool is mostly dependent on the uses that a user gives it, right? For example, a knife can do a great job helping you to prepare dinner, but equally, it could kill another human if the user decides to use the tool that way. So perhaps a better question is, are users of AI something to be scared of? And again, difficult to answer, but if there's one thing that eliminates fear most effectively, it's knowledge. So by engaging with and understanding the basics of things like AI, you're able to be better equipped to answer that question for yourself, as well as use these tools for good. Final question before we get into the uses. Does AI mean I never have to write a blog post again? (laughs) So a lot of the initial chat in sort of online businessy world is like, oh, content creation is over. Just an AI will write it and blah, blah, blah. It's done. Well, no, it doesn't really mean that you'll never have to write a blog post again, at least not yet and hopefully not ever. Let me explain. Sure, you can ask AI to write a blog post for you but it will sound a little clunky, artificial, not quite in your voice. So the best way to bring AI tools into your online language teaching business is as a tool and a facilitator, but not to become overly reliant on it to create everything in completion for you. So copying and pasting a block of AI produced text without proofreading, that's not what we're talking about here in this episode. So then, how can online language teachers use chat GPT rather and we could have made this more broad talking about how online language teachers can use AI but to be honest I thought about it and AI is already integrated into many tools that you perhaps already use Canva your social media scheduler Gmail and perhaps you've used these features without even noticing or thinking this is AI you just think oh it's a new feature great so there's probably already elements where you're using AI. So instead, we're going to focus on ChatGPT specifically. And idea number one is to generate and expand content ideas. Rather than rely on ChatGPT to fully write your blog articles for you, instead, use it to generate ideas. So for example, if you want to write a blog article called Five Ways to Refresh Your Language Learning Motivation, You could try something like this in ChatGPT. Suggest 10 ways to refresh your language learning motivation that would be suitable for a blog article for intermediate language learners who are already quite experienced for this website. And you can insert your website here. Now, for each of these that I'm giving you an example for, on the blog version of this episode, I'm including the full responses from ChatGPT. If I were to read all of that out, we'd be here for ages. So head over to the blog if you want to see what is generated from each of these prompts I'm sharing with you here. And what you'll notice with this one, it's not a publishable blog, right? What it gives you isn't a fully fledged, like 100% SEO 1,500 words exactly blog article, right? But we do have some ideas that we can springboard from. So first of all, let's talk more about that prompt. Now we asked for 10 ways. We were only planning on a blog that included five. The reason for that is this gives us flexibility. If you ask for five and it gives you three that you think, oh yeah, okay, that sounds good. I can write more about that. And two that you're just like, eh, 
it's kind of the same as the others, then you're going to need to ask for more anyway. So you may as well ask for 10, right? You might really resonate with five out of the 10, or you might love all 10 and expand the article. Another thing to note from our prompt that we asked was that we asked specifically who it's for, intermediate language learners who were already quite experienced. And we also included the website we want to publish it on to be even more specific. And I've got to be honest and say, <laughs> I tried to find this out um, and I'm not 100% sure if it's yet smart enough to use your website as a benchmark of kind of content style. But who's to say that it won't be in the future if it isn't now already? So it just feels like it's a useful addition to add to be as specific as you can with those prompts. Number two, give you hashtags and SEO word ideas. Now, the free version of ChatGPT has limited knowledge after 2021, at least at the time of writing this in 2023. So it's not going to be the most up-to-date options for your hashtags or your SEO word ideas. But if you like to keep your tech tools to a minimum, it's not going to be drastically different, okay? So you could try a prompt such as, I teach people how to learn languages, generate three batches of 30 hashtags that I can add to Instagram feed post captions for my account at Lindsay Does Languages that will reach smart, independent and eager language learners. And again, you want to see what it generated? Head over to the blog and you can do similar things as well to get ideas on SEO keywords for particular topics. So another example here, I write blog articles on lindsaydoeslanguages.com for smart, independent language learners who want to get better at language learning. I'm writing a blog article titled Five Ways to Refresh Your Language Learning Motivation. What would be some SEO optimized keywords that would be worth including in the blog article? Okay, so you can see we're really, we're not just saying good SEO words for language learning, right? <laughs> we're giving as much as we can because that's going to get us more specific and better for us results, right? I also recommend on this note, using the plugin for if you're on WordPress, um, AIO SEO. And I always, every time I say that, I have to pause and think because it sounds like B-I-N-G-O, right? Or Y-M-C-A, A-I-O SEO. It means all in one SEO. Um, it's a really useful plugin if you're on WordPress. It gives you an idea of individual words and short phrases that are different types of SEO word. So it gives you common, uncommon, emotional and power words. And then it kind of logs your headlines and stuff to see if you've included a good range. Um, so that's just fun to experiment with. And I have a list of those words that to you know, to get you started that is included in your free content tracker. So if you join my email list below, you can get your copy for that um, in the in the show notes. You'll see the link. And yeah, that's going to be really, really helpful to just keep track of everything as well that you find and you get from ChatGPT. Number three, help plan your launches. So if you've done one before, <laughs> you'll know that there is a lot that goes into a live launch. This isn't a thing that just happens on a whim sometimes but like there's a lot of works even then right so you can use ChatGPT to help figure out a launch calendar give you ideas for email subject lines and topics to plan your bonuses to name just three suggestions so my example here that you'll see the response to on the blog is I have created an online course in which I teach intermediate French learners the essential grammar they need to go beyond the intermediate plateau 
Can you create a one week launch plan for me to promote this new course to my existing email list of French learners? Include emails, social media and live webinars, as well as other promotional ideas. And this I was really intrigued by. I was quite impressed with um, the sort of the range of things that it gave. But personally, I would recommend including more (laughs) than what it suggested. But the great thing is you can ask it to do that. You know, you can then say, include more, please. And it will expand on it a little bit. You can go back and forth a little bit as well. Number four, generate conversation starters and more for students. So AI tools aren't just useful for online language teachers in terms of marketing. ChatGPT can also help you generate conversation starters and other lesson ideas to use with your students in one-on-one group lessons, live sessions of any kind, even for your courses. So whether it's simply asking, what are some ideas to make teaching Portuguese grammar fun? It gave me some, you'll see them on the blog. Or something more detailed, like I teach A2 Portuguese learners. We're learning about how to talk about friends and family right now. Can you suggest at least 15 conversation starters I can use in our next lesson? And what I liked about this one, I was really, actually, I knew that I knew that there was like other languages in ChatGPT, but I was surprised that it gave me the answers for, the, for this. It gave me the questions in Portuguese. It's pretty impressive. And of course, I also recommend checking anything that's not produced from ChatGPT in English as they're working with far less data for other languages. I mean, English is over half of the internet. So there's that, right, for a start. Number five, storytelling help. So one of the most useful skills for online language teachers is storytelling and ChatGPT can help you get better at that. And I'm not saying ask ChatGPT to write you a story, (laughs) whether that's a story to use in your lessons, your courses with students, or whether it's a story that you want to share in an email. No, that will be all your words. But what we're doing here is you're relying on ChatGPT to teach rather than give you the answers. Your voice is essential to storytelling in your marketing, your lessons, your products. So here's an idea of how you can use ChatGPT as an educational tool for yourself. Can you teach me more about the Pixar storytelling model? right? I asked it that, gave me a really solid answer. I then thought, hmm, let's see if it will go on further. I asked, can you give me feedback on a story I wrote? It said yes. I thought, okay. So I wrote a very quick story using the story spine template that it gave me when I asked about Pixar, right? So I ended up with this. Once upon a time, there was a Japanese learner named Keith. Every day, he studied Japanese on his favorite language app until one day his phone broke. Because of that, he lost his streak. Because of that, he gave up Japanese until finally he realized that his app streak doesn't make him a perfect language learner. And ever since, he's got even better at Japanese by using a variety of fun resources and methods. And guess what? It gave me feedback (laughs) on my very quick, very simple story. I was really impressed. So that one is well worth having a little play with. Number six, code support for your website. Now, I don't know how well this is known outside of very techie people, sort of, you know, a lot of people are using ChatGPT just for text-based ideas, but ChatGPT doesn't just produce text-based ideas, it can also create code. Yes, incredible, right? So 
I really went all in here. I tried a full-on task to start us off. Can you create some HTML code to make a basic homepage for my website, lindsaydoeslanguages.com? The theme colors are, and then a hex code, so a hashtag 123456 and hashtag 098765. And the fonts are Comic Sans, haha, and Times New Roman. I teach people how to know languages, have 20 years experience learning languages myself, earned a BA ONS in Modern Language Studies and an MA in Applied Linguistics. And my name is Lindsay. <laughs> I got to the end and realised, better just say who I am. And it gave me some code and I put it into a HTML preview site. And you'll see for this one, you'll see the images that it um, produced with the, with the preview of, of what it made. It's an ugly looking website because I gave it some conflicting colours and comic sans to work with. But it made the code for a website. It's really impressive. However, I guess you probably already have a website or you have a tool that helps to make your website easier or you have worked with someone who knows what they're doing and has done that. So it's more likely that you're going to need this element for smaller one-off tasks, right? Rather than building a whole website. So let's try another one here. Can you write HTML and CSS code for my website clickable buttons? Background color, 123456. Font color, 098765. Font comic sans, hover color, 135791. And again, popped into the preview. It did what I'd asked, right? And you'll see, you'll see on the blog, colors and fonts, pretty weird looking. Not what I would recommend for your... <laughs> for your modern day online teaching business, just for demo purposes. Um, but it's really cool. And if to take this further, if you're relatively confident with coding, you could even produce simple WordPress plugins. It's very cool. So if you ever need code for those little snags on your website, ChatGPT can be useful to get that quickly for you. Number seven, social media and microcopy ideas. But what do you write on those lovely buttons with the contrasting colors and the Comic Sans font? What do you write on those buttons that actually makes them more clickable? Well, again, we'll start with some research here. So I tried with a really short, simple question. What does research, what does research into website clickable buttons find? And it, it responded, again, you'll see on the blog, but it wasn't quite what I was after. I wanted to know more about the writing, about the copy on those buttons. So I asked again, tell me more about number four. What copy is most effective on clickable buttons on websites? And it went deeper on that particular point that it had given me from before. The more you know, right? So this sort of inquiry can be adjusted as well for all those smaller bits of your copy. So things like social media captions, social media bios, email subject lines, you know, just asking, start with some research, what have been proven to be effective words in email subject lines, you know, and then say, can you write me a bio for my Instagram? I work with these people. I help them do this. I have this product or service available and see what it says and tweak. <laughs> I cannot stress enough. No copy and paste. That's not what we're doing here. We're tweaking, we're using this as a generator for research and ideas and then giving us a bit of a springboard. Number eight, create a quiz. So if you're after a quick icebreaker for live sessions or would like something to engage with people on social media, you can create a quick quiz with ChatGPT. I asked 
this. I'm hosting a language learning themed quiz night. Can you give me 20 questions and answers I can use? And I have to be honest, again, you'll see on the blog, some of the questions were a little easy. So I asked, (laughs) make the questions harder. (laughs) And I got 10 additional, more difficult questions. So pretty cool. And then you can use this, like I say, in a first live session of a new program or group class. Um, It could be something that you separate and have as then 20 separate social media posts. Maybe you share it in your stories as a poll. All of these different things that you can do with that kind of thing. And you don't have to then spend hours sat researching these questions yourself. Number nine, check translations quickly. So of course, there's individual translation tools like Google Translate and DeepL. But if you're already in ChatGPT, it can work in different languages too. And we saw this with our example where it gave us a Portuguese answer for those questions above. So this means a few things. It's a chance to double check any quick translations. It's a tool to recommend to students to practice their text-based conversations. And it's a way to get direct feedback and learning for you in languages other than English. I have tried this in Guarani because I thought, you know, I'm like, okay, it speaks English. Impressive. Let's try French. Oh, yeah. Spanish. Yeah, it it works. (laughs) I know what will fool ChatGPT. I'm going to ask it something in Guarani. And, you know, I was really surprised. It came out with a really not that bad conversation. So it still works not too terribly, which is impressive. I wanted to find out just how powerful it is on the language front. So I really just asked directly the question that we all love. How many languages do you speak? I worded it differently. How many languages do you understand and can respond in? I think they're being quite modest with their answer. So I recommend trying this for yourself, experimenting by asking things in different languages and seeing how it turns out. As I said at the beginning, you have access right now, at least, to my free content template. So if you want to use ChatGPT to help organize and plan your content, your microcopy, your SEO words, you can keep track of everything with this content template. It's really, really cool. People keep saying I should charge for this. So (laughs) get your copy now for free before I change my mind and follow that advice. Um, You can join my email list and you'll get the link right away. The link is in the description to do that. And yeah, I'm very much excited to be back very soon. And um, yeah, I'll speak to you then. Have a wonderful rest of your day. If you have any questions, you can email me, lindsay at doeslanguages.com and I'll speak to you then. Bye.